Bill O'Reilly here. Monday, September 21st, 2020, you're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Is what's happening today in America. Republicans move forward on choosing a new Supreme Court justice. Nancy Pelosi suggests impeaching the president might stop the nomination. Shooters in New Jersey target the home of two police officers. Joe Biden makes a major gaffe about COVID. The UK fines quarantine breakers thousands of dollars. Also ahead, I'll analyze the Trump and Biden town halls from last week. But first, the president and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell say the Senate plans on nominating and confirming a new justice for the Supreme Court before the November election. President Trump telling reporters this morning he'll choose a woman either Friday or Saturday of this week. That sets up a very vicious, nasty political battle after Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg died last Friday night. Speaker Pelosi hinting the Democrats may impeach the president or the Attorney General, Bill Barr, to stop the Supreme Court nominee from being voted upon. Ms. Pelosi says about impeachment, quote, an arrow in her quiver if they move forward on a conservative nominee. Another trial against the president could tie up Congress and stop any future votes until 2021, but that will not happen. This is just smoke blowing by the Speaker of the House. Gunmen opening fire on the New Jersey home of two police officers and their infant inside. At least six bullets shattered windows and ripped through the front door. Nobody was hurt, thank God. According to investigators, the shooters knew who lived at the address and believed the cops were specifically chosen for gunfire, possibly as a gang initiation. Joe Biden has another gaffe on COVID. He said that 200 million Americans have been killed by the disease. He, of course, meant 200,000. It is becoming apparent that at many times, Mr. Biden just doesn't know what he's saying. British lawmakers warning citizens about violating mandatory quarantines. Those who venture outside the UK might face a £10,000 penalty. That's about $13,000. The ruling starts September 28th. Britain now has 5,000 new cases of COVID each day. In a moment, a tale of two town halls, Trump and Biden. That's next. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. My analysis of the presidential town halls last week, President Trump on Tuesday, Joe Biden on Thursday. Mr. Trump appeared on ABC News, Mr. Biden on CNN, a friendly venue for the former vice president, 
ABC News guy, George Stephanopoulos, was not disrespectful, but clearly is not a Trump supporter. Viewership, Biden on CNN got 3.3 million people. It's very low. Trump's Wisconsin rally the same night drew 4.4 million viewers on Fox News. Donald Trump's ABC News town hall was watched by 3.9 million. Again, not a big audience, but it bested former Vice President Biden. There is a poll uh, from The Economist magazine, and it puts Donald Trump's favorability at 45 percent. Joe Biden's at 50 percent, pretty close because The Economist is a left-wing magazine. Now, back to the town halls. On CNN, Mr. Biden and Anderson Cooper commiserated, and they were very chummy. At one point, when Mr. Biden thought the cameras were off, he strolled on over and whispered something in Anderson Cooper's ear. We don't know what that was. The low light of the Biden town hall came when the former vice president said, quote, All the people who died from COVID would be alive if not for Donald Trump. All the people would be alive. Mr. Cooper just stood there mute. On the ABC exposition, eight questions were fired at President Trump from the left, only one from the right. By contrast, 13 of Mr. Biden's 16 questions were from Democrats. Kind of a love fest there, was it not? The truth is that neither the ABC nor the CNN town halls did their respective candidates any good at all. The answers were largely canned and leftover and repetitive, and it was boring. Mr. Biden appeared to be cognizant, except for the all the people would be alive remark, which was totally absurd. Mr. Trump was defensive understanding he was in hostile territory on ABC. The race remains very close. The polling doesn't matter right now. What matters is the national debate a week from tomorrow on September 29th in Cleveland, Ohio. Now that will tilt the campaign one way or the other. So if either candidate screws up, they're going to take a hit in the polls one of the candidates might emerge dominant in that debate. But odds are both of them will remain what you saw on the town halls. Mr. Biden befuddled at times, Mr. Trump on the defense. One final thing. I tweeted during the Joe Biden CNN town hall that it looked like Mr. Biden knew what the areas of questioning would be. I get into that very heavily tonight on BillOReilly.com's No Spin News. And boy, I took hell for that tweet, but it was true. I am Bill O'Reilly. I proved that message by writing it. Disagree? I want to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. And please consider my new book, Killing Crazy Horse. In a moment, something you might not know. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. 
and you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. Now the O'Reilly update brings you something you might not know. Immigration ranked among the top three issues for voters heading to the polls in November, just behind COVID and the economy. While the conversation is typically focused on folks entering the country, every year the State Department processes millions of Americans leaving the USA. The government estimates there are currently 10 million U.S.-born citizens living abroad. They are called expats. Had enough of Uncle Sam? Here's where you'll find your fellow Americans around the world. France and Germany each have an expat community of about 100,000. The population closely linked to America's military presence since the Second World War in those countries. Same with South Korea, where about 150,000 Americans now call home. There are more than a quarter million U.S. citizens living in the U.K. Populations of the U.S. and Great Britain are linked by educational opportunities, the global banking system, and of course, a shared language. Israel next on the list. 215,000 Americans have emigrated in recent years to Israel. Religion cited as the biggest reason. The countries where you can find the most Americans outside the USA are Mexico and Canada. That makes sense. They're very close by, and they are home to nearly one million citizens combined. Now, the fastest growing expat community can be found in Central America. Costa Rica ranks number one for Americans moving abroad. Forbes magazine says the country boasts low crime rates, universal health care, low taxes, and a thriving nightlife. A furnished two-bedroom home with an oceanfront view averages about $200,000 for purchase. The nation's health care system, called CAHA, is open to foreign nationals for $95 per family each month. That's a lot in Costa Rica, but not a lot compared to America. There are now more than 70,000 Americans living in Costa Rica, a 70% increase since 2005. Most are aged 50 and over. Back after this. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.